My guest today is Heather Hoffman, who you might know as Activation Vibration on all social media platforms and also on Spotify. Heather is a cosmic channel and spiritual intuitive who specializes in reminding and reconnecting people to their soul to embody the best version of self. She does it through content, courses, incredibly powerful encoded music with affirmations. And on this episode, we talk all about sharing your voice, finding the courage to be seen, being a vessel for spirit to move through you. And Heather also takes us behind the scenes of her journey in business and how a plant medicine ceremony changed everything and guided her to walk away from a successful business. We talk about living in full permission to be yourself, embodying your full name, working with the energy of rebellion, programming yourself to be confident on camera, and alchemizing the fear of being seen into the courage of owning your voice, owning your medicine, and owning your unique essence that you're meant to share with the world. Enjoy this conversation with Heather, and if you're moved or inspired by something, I would love to see what it is. Share it on social media and tag at Activation Vibration and at Xenia.brief. I can't wait to hear what is moving through you and what is activated in you as you not only listen to the words that we're saying, but also take in the frequency behind it. This podcast was made on Zencaster. I am so excited to share that one of my favorite products of all time is now sponsoring the show. If you're looking to support your adrenal health and keep your hormones in balance, you've got to know about Rasa. Rasa is an adaptogenic coffee alternative with an incredible blend of herbs, adaptogens, and mushrooms. It gives you energy without the jitters, and it tastes really good. There are 10 Rasa flavors and functions, and each blend is formulated to support your nervous system, help you stress less, give you balanced energy through the day, and get better sleep. Adaptogens are most effective when consumed regularly and consistently, which means you can get your daily dose of adaptogens while enjoying a beautiful morning or evening ritual. I'm all about it. Here's the cool thing about Rasa. You can replace some of your coffee intake with it, or even mix it 50-50 with coffee if you wish. I recently started feeling anxious after drinking coffee, and as soon as I switched my coffee for Rasa a few days a week, my calm energy was back. My favorite Rasa flavors are spicy rose cacao, of course, which connects you to your body and sensuality, and Super Happy Sunshine, their joy blend that supports an uplifted mood. All Rasa blends are formulated in-house by clinical herbalists, and the ingredients are organic, sustainably sourced, and fair trade or direct trade. Rasa is fanatical about responsible sourcing, which is one of the reasons I recently became an investor into the company. There's a special offer to my listeners right now. To get started, you get 20% off your first purchase at wearerasa.com with code Xenia20. That's W-E-A-R-E-R-A-S-A dot com, and the code is K-S-E-N-I-A 20. You can find that link in the show notes. Heather, Activation Vibration, so, so grateful to be in this conversation with you. Your name, Activation Vibration, is very true to what it does in my experience, you have been a part of so many of my medicine journeys, shamanic journeys, cacao healing ceremonies, both through your music and through the frequency of 
joy of being a human that you bring through all of the content across the platforms. So I just want to first thank you because you've been such a guide in bringing in that play and bringing that aliveness and always coming back to the portal of the heart before choosing chaos. So thank you for your service to humanity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for feeling it so deeply and so like really and resonantly. And thank you for feeling my true intentions in my heart. And I appreciate you. And it is truly an honor. So magical to hear that I've been present with you in the realms. So you came into my field, I think through YouTube, but then really when I got to experience your your energies, when you did this event with my dear friend, Aaron Rose, I believe it was in spring 2020. And that's when I got to fully be in your presence in the container that you hold. And it was magic. It was so strong. It was so playful. And just the frequency that you're able to hold for yourself and for everyone who is in your space is so, so powerful. So where do we begin with this? Let's begin with activation vibration. What is activation vibration? When was that name given to you? How did it reveal itself? And what's the form that it takes today in your life and in your mission? Yes. Thank you for asking. And also I absolutely love Erin Rose and that was such a magical, beautiful portal. So it's so amazing to know that that's like where we fully connected and it's like, oh, that's the frequency we resonate on. Yes. Okay. Beautiful to see you. (laughs) The activation vibration. So overall it's a frequency. It's an energy where the vibration in which my expression activates is different for everyone. It's unique for everyone. It's inspiration. It's creativity. It's, as you say, it's playfulness. It's joy. It's bliss. It's appreciation. It's just like pure, utter enjoyment and authentic, pure heart frequency. And that translates into many different ways. So it's like, I am the activation vibration, but also like everyone is a part of the activation vibration because it's not just unique to me. As people connect with the activation vibration, the frequency when they resonate with my music or things, and as you're saying, it's like you also have the activation vibration where I'm sure you activate people all the time. You activate me even just being in your presence and hearing and seeing you, your embodied essence. It's like, oh, that's activating a reminder of divinity, of this divine expression, this reflection in which we all are. So it's like, it's a frequency. And so that comes through sometimes in this divine goddess way where it's like these very precise transmissions and energetic organizations of words. Sometimes it's being playful and joking around and making jokes and just like being real with what is and laughing at the cosmic comedy of everything where it's like, we're humans experiencing this temporary experience. Like, though it's chaotic and it's crazy. It's also such a luxury. It's such a gift. Like this is also beautiful. Can we see that perspective too? So it's like this energy of just like shining and sharing this frequency. And it really authentically came through actually after ayahuasca, I can kind of take you back just a little bit where initially when I got into this space, when I first started social media in like middle school, It was on like Facebook and everything. I always had, I moved around a lot. Like every six months, my mom was a news reporter, an investigative reporter. So she would always move. We'd move every six months. So I had lots of followers from the start, from Facebook to Instagram, just like people that I knew and would just like, was kind of in this presence of like the public eye, which is interesting. It's been a very interesting theme in my life because 
my birth was on international television because my mom was one of the most famous newscasters at the time where she had been pregnant and they were like, oh, she had her baby. She's coming back soon. Like all these things where it's like very interesting. So I've gotten to like create a harmony with that. But as I got older, I actually started in this space as a cannabis activist. I had never tried alcohol, drugs, anything, cannabis, plant medicines, anything until I was about 20 years old. And like all throughout high school was sober. I actually had epilepsy seizures. Then I tried cannabis, plant medicine, and it healed my epilepsy instantly. Didn't have a seizure again. Got to get off prescription medication. Got to get my license. Got to have this normal life where I wasn't having to tell people all the time like, hey, I have seizures. If I start having a seizure, don't freak out. I'll be okay. It happens often. Completely changed my life. I started an organic edible company with cannabis. We became the largest healthy edible supplier in all of California. We got licensed in multiple states. And I was actually speaking on the panel at that time at different cannabis events, high times being flown around to speak about how cannabis I was claiming and am claiming have claimed is a superfood where it is a medicine. It is fully medicinal, even as a superfood, if you juice it, the CBD, it's not psychoactive, all these things. And that was my expression. And then at the time, I owned that company with my partner, my boyfriend, and we had already started shifting and it was clear we weren't meant to be. Best friends still, like, but we weren't meant to be. Some things happened where I ended up just gifting him the company and walked away. I had a better calling. He was like not really okay with us breaking up and different things. And I just had to fully let go. We were profiting multiple millions of dollars at the time. We had everything. We had a house, two dogs, everything that you could imagine, the dream life. And I was like, I want to go try plant medicine. I want to just let it go. And so my friend calls me from across the world and is like, Heather, I just had a meditation. You're supposed to go do ayahuasca in Brazil at this retreat. And I was like, okay. Walked away from everything, moved to Brazil, did ayahuasca for the first time, and fully connected, tapped in with my ability to translate what I had been experiencing in the spirit realms. Where throughout my entire childhood, I actually experienced a lot of trauma, and I always turned to and had the support of spirit, of God, where I like tangibly felt my guides and had communication with them since I was a child. And that is the only thing that is allowed me to survive through all of the trauma and the craziness that I've been through. And so with that, I experienced it so tangibly in my reality, but I wasn't able to translate it in a way that was received well by others. I wasn't able to fully articulate it. When I did ayahuasca, it allowed me to connect to certain channels and realms. And I don't think plant medicine is necessary for everyone, but for me, Cannabis literally healed me. I am just someone who works really well with plants. I am like a leaf person. I'm a plant person. Not everyone resonates with plants in the same way I do. But for me, they have been extremely helpful. And they're not necessary all the time for me. But when I have connected with them, it's been extremely potent and powerful. Also, because I never had a distortion, I think, with alcohol or drugs or cannabis, never was hiding it. This it It's always been medicine for me. And so when I opened up and connected these channels... I was always a writer and I would always write poems and I would share things like publicly just because I felt called to, but then all of a sudden it shifted and it was like, all right, time to translate these realms. That is your purpose. 
And I, of course, went through all these different shifts within myself where I was like, okay, am I doing this? I'm that person. Okay. And just started sharing and translating, not giving a fuck like what other people think. Like, okay, others will not get this. They may may think I'm insane. I'm kind of the only one talking about it to this extent and in these ways, but I'm just going to do it. And so with that, that like claiming of my authentic expression and like allowing myself, giving myself full permission to be me, I randomly was like, oh, at first it was the astral vibration because I was and have been my whole life connecting in the astral realms, the dream realms very lucidly. My I sleep like 10 hours a night because my dreams are so deep and real and potent and I don't wake up exhausted. I'm like very lucidly choosing to interact in certain spaces in my dreams. And I will wake up and have these dreams with these people that I don't necessarily know, but I'll remember the experience and people will tell me, oh, I had a dream with you last night and this and this happened. And I was like, oh, that's you. Oh, that was you that I remember. So it was the astral vibration, but then it shifted where it was like, oh, it's far beyond that realm. It's every realm. It's the activation vibration. It's actually a frequency. It's not just limited to one realm. So that's how the activation vibration was birthed. <laughs> Do you remember what the first video was with that newfound clarity and energy of connecting to spirit realms and translating it into the human? Mm, that's such a good question. I would have to go back and see. I remember the point in my life, but I'm not sure which videos in specific because I've always again been deeply connected to spirit, but I wasn't comfortable with fully expressing it in the way that I personally experienced it because I was just so okay with and accepting of, oh, other people don't see it like this. And like, some people think it's crazy. So yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. I, I'm going to figure that out. I mean, going through your YouTube channel is a journey and it's so interesting to notice all the different points. You worked with different medicines and stepped into different aspects of yourself. You even have spoken to changing your physical appearance and that is also very clear in your channel. Will you speak more to that? I find that to be so fascinating. Yes, I love it. You're bringing up so many topics that I have personally been resonating with and observing lately where I have recently gone back and looked at some YouTube videos and I'm like, holy heaven, I look like a completely different person where it looks like I literally got work done. I didn't. I've been using like a derma roller and a crystal roller nightly, which I think really helps and a gua sha, which I'm suggesting to everyone because it literally does change your face. But it's a frequency where I actively work with this temporary vessel, this human that I've been given and gifted to be like, okay, I'm going to love you. I'm going to allow my heart and my soul, my spirit to love and to nourish you like as much as possible. And we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. And literally it just goes to show how powerful affirmations are and like how real it is. Cause it is like crazy. Even my voice, my way of expressing things, my Facial expressions, it's always been extreme, but they have also altered and shifted throughout the years. And it's definitely possible. You know, what's interesting is sometimes I will record a YouTube video or like an intro to a podcast interview, and I'm just like feeling off and feeling awkward. And then I'm looking at that video and I can feel how awkward I felt. And then the next day I'm like, 
feeling more spacious, heart more open. And I'm like, who is this girl? I want to be friends with her. And it's a whole different frequency. It's a whole different energy. And I notice that the switch is within me, but it doesn't always feel like I have the access to it. What are some perhaps affirmations or tools that you have worked with to let go of that inner judge and show up on camera in the purity of the frequency that you're here to bring? Mm, Such a beautiful question. Yes. Well, first, I feel like there is an energy of like, we always have access to it. We always have access to it. And and even just hearing that may initially be like, whatever, whatever that means. But it really is just like fully remembering like, okay, my natural state, my core state is comfortability, is naturally just this like flowing essence and energy, this spirit that is far beyond my human. So it's like really just surrendering and just, okay, I'm giving access to that. I'm giving access to spirit to move through me, whatever that looks like here and now. And that surrender, that letting go, that like relaxing into that energy is what allows for that that connection. Yes. I love it. Moving around. Yeah. I just, I felt you fully adjust right there. Yeah. And just like, it, it looks good. It feels good. Like, Ooh, yeah, she's comfortable. It's this energy of when we just give it permission, like my spirit, my soul, my authentic essence to move through, it will show up. But I also do know what you're speaking of. Cause I've also had moments where I'm like, I find that it's when my mind is deciding and is choosing and inspired to do something when I'll like, be like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to record this video. I'll sit myself down and I'll prepare. And then it's like, for me instantly where I'm not feeling it, I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Oh, I'm not feeling it. And I give myself full permission where I'm like, not feeling it. And I've gone days, weeks without being able to record a video. I'm just like, it's not coming through now. It doesn't want to come through. Something else is happening. And I know that when this external expression is not ready or feeling amped to emit, there's something cultivating within. There's something shifting and cultivating from within. I honor that above all where it's like, that is what is most important. And that is what everyone will feel regardless. So it's like, okay, however long this is going to take, or this is taking, I will move forward with a newer energy, a fresher energy, a more comfortable energy. And it has really worked like that for me over time where I have taken months off of YouTube or I've taken weeks, months off of doing videos. And I find when I give myself that permission and I'm like, I really want to, my mind, my ego really wants to make this video. And once it, this now is the time, this is the topic. This is this, it'll be helpful. It'll be so helpful. And my soul is just like, not right now, Heather, not right now, Heather, like allow yourself time. Like you're integrating some things, let some things shift and you'll be able to translate it and articulate it in a much better way. When I give myself that permission, all of a sudden, it's like ding, 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 ding. Channels of inspiration come through so clearly, so accurately, just divinely aligned where it's like the inspiration, the tools, the resources, this, that, everything aligns and adjusts and shifts to support that creativity where it's like, oh, I just did five weeks worth of work in two days because I took two weeks off. I feel like honoring the energy, whatever you're feeling, but it's also beautiful to, this is just a different perspective. I'm a very extreme where it's like, it's often good to be like, no, sit yourself down. I'm making sure that I'm doing it. But when you also trust 
yourself and know it'll come through when it's meant to. And like, I will align myself and take action when I'm ready to. I trust myself to do that. And then it's like, you just know when you can give permission to like whatever you're authentically, truly feeling. And I think that that is what translates through the videos or through the transmission. Yeah, it sounds like there's a whole redefinition of work that is occurring by bringing in the feminine and recognizing that integration, meditation, dance, fun, joy, those are just as important part of our work as actually sitting down, editing videos, strategizing, and hitting publish. Yes. And it's such an important reminder. Yes. It's like, that is the potency. That is what creates the juiciness, the energy, the essence of what we're speaking, what we're sharing, what we're feeling. It's like, that is really everything that builds everything else. So that is, you know, the way that I see it, it's co-creating your content with spirit. It's kind of taking yourself out of it, forgetting all of the old paradigm structures of marketing and business. And here's how many times a week you need to post and yet still implementing some bits and pieces of that to make sure your content actually reaches people. So I'm curious, what has been your experience, Heather, with finding the balance between, you know, taking the shiny pieces of creating the type of content, you know, will actually reach people and purely creating the space and being the vessel for spirit to share messages through the human that is you. Mm, Once again, such a beautiful and resonant question. Thank you. Yeah. It's definitely been a journey where I can only move through what is real for me. I am so rebellious against any rules, authority, or ways of doing things. If I'm told, oh, this is how you do it. I'm like, cool. I'm doing it the opposite. That's why I create a new way where it's like, I have actually been looking to integrate and harmonize more with the energy of this is how we do things in business. This is a smart way to market things. This is how you get your videos out there, how you get more reach, how more people connect with the frequency, how they are able to enlighten and inspire and create others through the energy. This is how we do it. And I'm like, okay, but I don't want to do that right now. I understand that that would be better to go live and do this and all. I'm like integrating the energies of being so in flow because I really am so in this feminine flow. And that's personally just, it doesn't work for everyone and it doesn't resonate with everyone. And like, I totally get it and understand. But for me personally, what I am choosing to devote to and allow to flow through me and choosing to create, it does require this like full, true, authentic energy and essence state of connection where it's like, I have to honor this above anything else. But so with that, it's been like, really, I have just created content and videos that I have naturally felt inspired to create in that moment. And sometimes it's like, it would be smartest to focus on your YouTube channel now, or it'd be smartest to focus on your music right now. Your music is popping off. I'm like, I have another idea for this though. I want to do this. And that is the opposite of what they teach you in business. It's like simplify, focus on the one thing, get really good at the one thing and make that your thing. No, for me, no, that's not at all what I do. I feel called to really enjoy and expand and experience every faucet in which I feel called to. And again, that doesn't resonate with everyone and that's not for everyone, but I guess I am just a beacon of that energy and that reality where it's like, 
I'm unable to limit myself to any one thing. So I feel like if I had applied the things and if I do apply the things that I'm now learning in terms of like business and marketing, which is really helpful, really helpful and also a beautiful guide too, then I feel like for sure would be a lot bigger, would be seen by a lot more. But because I've been like so real and true to like what's real to me, I haven't grown as much or maybe reached as many people. However, the people that do find me and that do resonate with me, they're a different type. They are the most magical, incredible, creative, inspiring, just like where I see some of these people, I meet some of these people, I talk to some of these people and I want to cry because I'm like, you exist. You get it on this level. You really do. So it's like, I like can cry about it really where it's allowed for those who really resonate with the frequency and like what I'm really about and really who can get me and be like, okay, beyond the distortions, the projections, the things I feel she's real, her heart, she cares about me. Like weird. This is a, a loving connection experience that we're having even virtually. I resonate. And so I haven't experienced much negativity in which many influencers experience. Of course there's been some, but I rarely get comments. I rarely get mean things that a lot of other influencers experience. I think because I'm like, so man, this is what it is. I'm so excited to share with you that my number one podcasting tool since day one of this podcast, Zencaster, is sponsoring this episode. I remember when I first started my podcast, it seemed like solving a tech puzzle. But I've been using Zencaster since day one, and honestly, it's made it so easy. It provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. What I love about it is that it records separate audio and video tracks for me and my guests. So the editing process is super customized. Plus, they offer secured cloud backups, and I've never lost a single episode. It's super easy to use. There's nothing to download. And my guests just have to click on the link and we start recording. I recently got to try their automatic post-production and it's so good. I'm a huge fan of Zencaster. If you're a podcaster or you're thinking about starting a podcast, Zencaster has a special deal for my listeners. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and enter promo code K-S-E-N-I-A, all capitals, my name, to get 30% off your first three months with pro account. It includes unlimited audio and video recordings, hosting up to four guests at once, audio and video mixing, and unlimited English transcriptions. You get a 14-day trial and can always downgrade to the free account if you choose to. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com forward slash pricing, promo code Xenia, all caps, or click the link in the show notes to get that 30% off. It's time to share your story. I have noticed you always have such a powerful, it feels like a family of people who are kind of reuniting in this lifetime in your comments. And it's really potent. And in one of your videos, you said, the reason you resonate is because you are meant to be it. And as if you're holding up this mirror for people to see within you aspects of themselves that are ready to come online. And that's why it's such a powerful experience. And in the beginning, you know, when you just started sharing from that place, 
it did take something to go out there and be that person, like you said. And I think we all have that higher expression of ourselves. I know for myself, I do, where I'm like, hold on, can I go this far? Are people going to cancel me if I do this? Are people going to think I just like lost my mind or I'm a conspiracy theorist or whatever labels are currently in our lingo, you know? What did it take for you to cross that line and just go full out and be that person? Wow. Yes. Even just as you ask that, I see it like tracing back to, it's like initially I'm like, there's just a very interesting energy of rebellion present within me that has been my entire life. Yet as it now traces back, it goes back to in childhood, having experienced multiple years of consistent trauma in my household consistently, I developed this desire to be free. Also, my life path number is five, which is freedom. So that could have something to do with it. But this desire to be free and like just shine and express and like free myself in every single way. And so I think that it was a lot, the trauma that I experienced where once I was free of that, I left my home at 14 years old. Once I was free of that, I gave no fucks. I kind of have always been this way where I have just been fully me expressing. And it used to be more in comedy. It used to be more in like expressing, dancing, performing, like this energy of joy and entertainment. And then when my channels shifted and I would experience again spirit in my own self, but would have this like comedic, make everything funny. Like I experienced so much trauma, but I transmuted it all with humor and like survived it, thrived through it. Like now I'm able to deeply understand it on like a deep darkness level and from a light level, transmute it, alchemize it, use that energy to help others with. Humor is what helped that. So that was like my expression. I would rebel in that way where I just say shit and I still do. I just say what other people are thinking and don't want to say in situations, whether I know you don't know you, like I'm still loving, but I speak the truth where I'm like, oh, wait, can we all just acknowledge that that was just spoken of. Like I've always been that way. And I think when my channels shifted to where I was able to translate spirit in what I was experiencing in a way that others could feel, it was like, okay, that rebellious energy is coming out for this now too. Cause it's like, I'm really experiencing these things. People may think I'm crazy. I'm just going to do it. So it's been this like initial energy of desire to be free. And I think that I have that so intensely and I experienced what I experienced so that I could have this energy in essence where it's like something had to just initiate me and really is propelling me to continue to just show up where it's like, it's either this or nothing. Like I'm not spending time here if I'm not doing this. Like I can do it no other way at this point to where it reminds people like, oh, that is freedom. That is what feels good is giving myself that freedom. So it's just like this unnameable, unexplainable energy that we all have within us. And when we see, oh, there's a possibility to be free. Once I was freed after my childhood, it was like, I came here to be free. There is no other way. There's no other way. Yeah. The way that you speak to being a temporary vessel is so profound because I think so many things in culture are driven by seriousness and success and achievement and strategy and like moving forward in life in some way. 
and answering to our own expectations or to society's expectations. And you just come into the room and you're like, hey, yo, remember, you're like in this body temporarily. Let's have fun. And through your own embodiment, through the way you treat your own body, through the way you do your YouTube series, which I want to shout out, my life on earth is amazing. It makes me laugh every single time. It's so fun. Why aren't we all at all times, I guess I'm speaking for myself and anyone else who resonates in acknowledgement of the fact how temporary this all is and how the most important thing is this freedom of expression and joy and connection. Because what else is there? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for seeing it, for feeling it. And yeah, just amplifying that to all where it's like through that, when we are expressing and experiencing and embodying our authentic energy, that is when we are the best at our jobs, at our work life, in our relationships, for ourselves, in everything we do. It's when we allow ourselves, give ourselves full permission to enjoy it through being real with what is within, what's authentic to you. So I feel like that's why it feels so good. When I think about why is it that it's not just natural for us to press the free button and go in that mode is because in my experience, there's something that feels ashamed to be honest about who I am and what I want. And I don't even know what exactly that is. I'm just feeling into the energy of what it is and who I am and what I want to embody in this lifetime. And there's like a shame for not wanting to be more, I guess. Shine too bright. It's like this fear of what is it like for me to experience my full expressed self? And what is it like for others? Is it too much? Is it going to shine too bright? Is it going to overwhelm? Is it going to trigger? Is it going to, yeah, overwhelm even in a way? And it's interesting because I definitely have experienced my version of that where the activation vibration, as much as it activates divinity, remembrance, inspiration, happiness, joy, it also triggers the fuck out of people. Where sometimes I activate triggers where it's like projections and like things where, oh, she must be faking that. Or, oh, she's just this way because she was privileged. Oh, this is this, all of these things where it's like, well, that's completely false. That's actually completely false. Or it's like, oh, do you even do light language on your own? And it's like, oh, it's literally saved my life in multiple situations that I've experienced alone where it's like, but this energy of often sometimes, and I've had people attack me too. It's like, I'll express myself and then people will attack me and have these projections and all these things that are so far out false where it's like in my personal life, it actually doesn't even really affect me because it's so false. And I like know that it's not true, but in terms of the virtual realms, like I feel like I'm doing a lot. I'm spending a lot of my time and energy to create in these realms and to share in these realms. And that's not my intention. Like my intention is love, happiness. Like how could you even take that? And then it's kind of this energy of like, oh, I don't want to show you then. Then I, I'm going to hide it. Then like you're projecting that image on this sacred thing that's real to me. That's not okay. But then it's like, trusting it where it's like, I just have to give, give way to it, release it, know that if they are meant to see it, to get it, they will in due time. And if not, maybe not this lifetime, that's okay too. But either way, I have to know it and feel it so fully and just be so anchored in my knowing that it's like, I'm here to do this. And that is my greatest devotion. And just trust that to where it's like the universe ends up taking care of it. 
I'm so resonant with everything you're saying. I've been in situations on both the public figure side and also the viewer side where something triggers me so much that I'm just obsessing over it. And then some time passes, I create the space to really look within myself and I finally am able to see what part of me feels repressed or not seen or reflected in that person and them being the full expression of it and me not. And there's been so many times where that's happened where I'm like, oh my gosh, it was me the whole time. But I'm not the person who will like go and leave me in comments anyway. But just having this transformation, whenever I feel this pattern ever arising, I say, okay, do we want to go there? Or do we want to go outside of ourselves to judge this and project? Or do we want to choose to go within and actually resolve something to create more space for joy? And that's always a choice. And just knowing that has made such a profound difference. Mm, So beautiful. Yes. And yeah, I have also experienced that personally and even externally in the virtual realms where I've often gotten comments where people will come back and say, I saw your videos months ago and I hated you. I couldn't stand your energy. I completely shifted my life, went through a bunch of transformations. I'm so happy now. I randomly found your videos. Now I really resonate with you. I can actually hear what you're saying now. And it's like, wow, wow. Like I had no idea. And I've had to go through my own ego deaths of that experience where those have enlightened a perspective for me where I'm like, at first, like, how could they ever hate on me for my genuine, authentic expression? Like, this really is me. So like, that hurts even more. It would be better if I was like faking this or not really like this. And then you guys were hating on it because it, but like, why are they hating on that? Like, I, I need to maybe silence it a little bit or how do I adjust it? And it's just like coming back to that space where it's like, nope, is what I came here to fucking do. I have no choice. I have to. And with that, often they end up coming back around. And so it is this thing, and again, I've personally experienced it, where things like with my family, the things that trigger me so much, my cat Sekhmet, whenever he used to pee on this one chair, I would get so upset. And I would ask myself, like, Heather, why are you getting, obviously it's not ideal, and he's trained otherwise, so it's like, how is that? why do you do it on that one thing? But I had to come back to myself and be like, Heather, why do you get so upset? And then I realized I used to pee my bed when I was little and my mom would get so upset. And so it's like, oh, wow, I get to do, this is an opportunity to have a healing. Luckily, I'm in communication with my mom now, with my mom about this whole thing and then was able to heal that segment, never peed again on that chair. It was an energetic thing. So yeah, it's just like things like that, where it's like, if we take triggers externally that activate us in a certain way to come back and do the inner work and the healing, we level up, we upgrade as a human, as a being, as an essence, as a soul, so many levels from doing that. So it's like, again, the activation vibration is to activate this divinity and love, but sometimes it's to trigger people. And some people, they so don't resonate with me. They so don't get it. They so don't get it. And that's okay. That's okay. Not everyone's meant to right now. You know, I'm doing this 30-day journaling challenge from uh, an author named Alex Benayan, where at the end of every day, you write down what filled you with enthusiasm, what drained you of energy, and what you learned about yourself. So three questions every single day. And the one thing that I'm starting to notice and get really real with myself about is what drains a lot of my energy is not even necessarily scrolling on social media, 
But what my brain does, it's got this like intricate architecture of whatever's going on there where I will scroll, I will find something I deeply resonate with. And then I'll go into the comments and I'll scroll deep into the comments. And somehow my energy goes towards all of those people who are hating on it. And I leave social media feeling so depleted, so drained, so angry that there's people who choose to spend their energy that way. And I am choosing, I'm I'm saying this publicly here, I'm putting this on the altar. I'm choosing not to do that. I'm choosing not to go into those multitudes of layers that are not mine to deal with, that exists for people to move through their own journeys that perhaps reflected my own levels of subconscious that needed that light shined on them. But I no longer choose to engage in that with my energy because it's not productive for anyone and it's just amplifying it. Even if I'm not the one commenting or responding to it, I am amplifying that. And is that what I want to amplify? Absolutely not. Right. Yes. And so it is. And may it be replaced with an energy of joy and inspiration. Yes. And so it is. And also forgiving self through the perspective of like, there is this desire, this ego, this mind desire to have multiple perspectives, which is a beautiful open-minded thing, multiple perspectives and to see multiple angles on topics and things that we really resonate with and care about in order to strengthen them. So at the time, it's like you go and you see, oh, well, she mentioned this about this. Oh, I didn't see that about this angle. I see how they could see that. But also why? Like, why are you looking at? It's like there's a process of energy and emotion through that, yet it ends up strengthening your belief. Because if you really do resonate with and connect with it, you are doing some inner work for them within yourself. So it's like, yes, you're right. It's not productive in terms of energy. You could be putting your energy in some other space and not like doing an energetic healing for those people and within yourself and for the collective, essentially. That's like kind of what you're doing, like on a real actual level. You're like going in and helping shift collective energy dynamics and beliefs. But it's like, yeah, there's this like desire to change and shift into like alchemize things that you're just now being like, yeah, okay, I can shift that and put that somewhere else. And with that too, it's like, if everyone were to put that energy somewhere else where it's like, yes, people should, and it's valid for people to feel how they feel and they can express and share what they feel called to share. But at the same time, it is amplifying and feeding this reality of negativity that people don't even know that they're a part of. And it's like, that's how these hate cults are created without people even knowing where it's like this cancel energy, you know, that that's literally your reality, right? It's like, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Yes. And as you were saying that I felt it most of the times I'll end up leaving those comments and just like kind of putting my hand over it, sending blessings and leaving. And maybe that's one of the things that depletes me because that's not my job. That is not my job. You know, that's out of my pay grade. Exactly. Yes. Like may you gifted the miracles and the abundance that you deserve for the work that you've done, but no longer is that your job. Yeah. You know, so we're speaking about things, saying no to things, choosing to channel our energy productively. And something you kind of smoothed over that I would love to go back to is when you stepped away from the company that was a successful business and stepped away from this whole energy body that you were building that was picking up. And I would love us to dive into this idea of 
choosing to say no powerfully and the trust that it takes to know that something more aligned, something that is meant for you is always going to be there for you. And it's not a matter of settling for something that is not a hundred percent. Yes. Because that seems like the only option in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is. It's like when we say no to something, it allows for a whole other gateway to open. And though we may not know what is within that gateway, what's through it, it's a full mystery. That is where all of the magic comes from. That is where the creativity, the inspiration, the potency, the motivation, the the light, it comes from that space of mystery. And so, yeah, at the time, we're in the most cannabis dispensaries in all of California. We were getting licensed, flying out to multiple places. I was being published in magazines all the time about this, about how I had healed my epilepsy from cannabis and was speaking of cannabis on a superfood, was doing all the scientific research and juicing it and making these videos and all these things. And again, the company was extremely successful. We also had multiple grow facilities and yeah, we're profiting millions of dollars at the point. Now he's like multimillionaire, just like multiple Rolls Royces. Like he, he got it all. He did it. He's on his own journey, but he's also now at a space where he's like, I have not been connecting with spirit. I've lost myself. I have lost my connection to spirit where he was originally a very spiritual guy when we were first starting to date and we were first in our relationship. And yeah, it was something that everyone suggested against. And still now I tell people and I show them all the things and they're like, you did what? You could be a multimillionaire now, not having it. You could have gotten out of it, could have got lawyers involved. This is this. But I just didn't want to deal with that energy. It was like, do I want to spend like, maybe it doesn't take years, but months, even weeks devoting my energy to separating and trying to take what I feel is like deserving of. And again, I don't believe this is a path for everyone. I don't. And there are completely different situations and dynamics, but I felt fully comfortable in and safe in and called to fully release it and gift it so that I could be gifted something bigger, something better something more real and authentic to me. And I loved the cannabis space and I loved what I was doing. And I still love cannabis as a medicine. And it still goes on to heal many people. And the company that I started still exists and goes on to heal many people. And it's incredible. And while I was in the space, would get so many messages, emails of elderly people literally healing their cancer from taking our edibles every single day because it was organic and this, and it didn't exist. Such a beautiful space. Yet I knew there is a bigger calling. There's something more. And though that was a dream life, I like had to trust it and know like there's something better. Cause at the same time I was with a partner that I was like, I love him and we can do this. We can have babies. We have a great family, but like my heart also feels that there's something bigger in this space too. Like I have to honor that as well. And so, yeah, I literally left with like $300 after being a multimillionaire. to my name because our accounts were all together and I didn't do it correctly because I was young when we started and again, left my home at 14. So my boyfriends were also my family members and didn't do it in a strategic way. And so, yeah, didn't have access to any of that. It was just like, I'm gifting it away. And with that, it was just like one after another. I ended up moving into my aunt's house at the time where I hadn't lived with a family member since I was 14 years old, that was a huge ego shift for me, a huge ego death for me, where I lived in this closet, literal closet at my aunt's house. And 
yeah, then was gifted this trip to Brazil and ended up staying there for a bit. My whole journey activated after there, where it was like one after another started manifesting all these epic situations, all of these like experiences. I started just channeling things. I would go to these festivals that had these portals, like these eclipse portals, and literally would start, I would have intuitive gifts come online in a way where it's like, oh yeah, right, Heather, like you haven't been rapping your whole life. No, I actually haven't been able to rap and freestyle like this, but the moon would happen and I would just start freestyling, rapping, flowing, where it's like, oh, I can do this now. I have this ability now. It came online. And I think because I have so many times in my life just fully surrendered and let go and just been like, okay, I fully release attachment to any aspect of this, my identity, how I want it to come off this, what I want in the future, release it. It gives full access away full clarity to the channels for these other things to come through. And for me, that's what I personally really value. And again, not everyone values this space or these things in the same way that they may. Business, being on point, having a certain amount of money by a certain age, doing these certain things. And that's beautiful. That's great. We balance each other out. After that experience in Brazil, when all of these intuitive gifts started coming online, did you expect back then then that you would be doing now what you were doing now and that your business would look the way that it looks? I have definitely always intuitively felt that I would be called to music and that I would be making music. And since I was little, that was my thing where people wanted to be a firefighter, this, that, always a singer. I want to be a singer. I want to sing music for people. So I always felt that was in my future and that's always been my dream in a way, yes, because I really just decided to be me and I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just like being me and just like making things as me. Like, I don't even know what this is, what we call this. Like my business coaches that I don't have, that I need to have, want me to clarify and specify what it is that I offer. And I do, yet it's like, it's multidimensional. So same time, yes and no. I had no idea. I would love to dive into what it is that you do and the different shapes that your work takes today. I have pulled up your Instagram bio here and I noticed that you didn't have your full name on your Instagram for a while and now you do. Do you want to just start there? Is there any alchemy that occurred within that? Yes, actually. And more recently too with my first name, but growing up, I think I was shifting through so many scenarios and situations I never fully identified with my name to where it was like, I am Heather. I am so many people. And I was also experiencing a lot of things where it's like, I, I'll say that I'm Heather for now, but like, I don't think I am really Heather. I resonate with that. <laughs> right? Yes. Where you're like, so many people, but I'm also me at the same time. And so I didn't really resonate with my last name either. And so it was just like, all right, I'll just go by Heather. Like I'm just Heather. And then it came through more recently where there's like this thing in the spiritual community, as I'm sure you know, as we go through transformation and healing, often people feel called to change their names, where they have allowed for the old version of themselves to die and they are giving birth to this new being and they are now legit called by a different name. And I've observed that and I'm like, oh, is that what I should do since I don't really resonate with Heather? And it was like, nope, no, 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 your name is Heather. And then more recently I was laying in bed before I was going to sleep completely sober, just laying in bed. And all of a sudden started chanting, Heather, Heather, Heather. And I started chanting my name and I started like hearing it from other people and what it means to other people and really connecting my heart to it where I was like, Heather, 
Heather, that's who I get to be. Like, that's who I really am. Like Heather Hoffman. Okay. That's what I've chosen. Like really connecting to the avatar of me, which I think a lot of my journey was so expansive and extensive and extended that it was harder to really focus on Heather. So yes, more recently I've connected to really embodying and sculpting, clarifying, connecting to this specific avatar that I am in this life. Whoa, there was so much medicine and everything you just shared. Because for me, it's been such a journey accepting my name, having a name that is not very well known in the US with a lot of people not knowing how to pronounce it, uh, having spelled it in different ways. When I was in Australia, my parents spelled it with an X. So it was more like Xenia when people would see it, but really it's Xenia, which comes from Greek and it means hospitality, which is very actually aligned with how I love to channel my energy. When people visit me, I'm like, let's make a cup of cacao. Let's go to the sauna. Let me show you my favorite fairy rock. Let's just like dive into the world of miracles. But what you said about chanting your own name and remembering then that there's medicine in it, in this embodiment, that's such a key that unlocks so much because anything that's not that to me feels like pushing away the truth and the essence and the fullness of who I am. Cause I've also been through like all kinds of things of, should I change my name? Should I make it more American? Should I make it more like that people recognize it in coffee shops and can actually remember it and call me out on the street when they run into me? And I haven't gotten the yes, just like you said, there has not been a yes. And it's been the opposite. Actually, in the past year, I changed all the different brand names that I would appear online as into my full name. And that's been a journey that's felt very vulnerable, but also so freeing. It's that like liberation you were speaking about before of this is me, no shoes to fill. There's no box to fit into. This is just the full expression of the multitude of the energy that is this being that is encapsulated in this human in this moment. And I got to trust and I choose to trust that the highest expression and the highest service of me is coming through when I do exactly that. Yes. Yes. And it's like, no one else can be you. No one else can be you. There is nothing like you. And that's why it doesn't exist in any other way. It hasn't existed. It's because it's you. And that is your expression. That's your name. That's the way it wants to come through you. And yeah, it's such an interesting reflection because I love your name. I think your name is so beautiful. And for me, I've been like, Heather is so boring. Why don't I have a cool name? Heather, like it's just some teenage white girl name. But then it's like, nah, it's far more than that too. And I'm the one to bring that through. It's like, I'm the one defining it. That's what's happening here. Yes. And I've seen actually, I started sharing my own journey with accepting my name and everything that comes with it. There's been so many people who have reached out to me. A lot of people from all over the world who also have, you know, exotic, unique names. They were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you share this. I've been sitting with this. And I see one person after the other change their Instagram handles to their full name. And it's like this wave of stepping into our essence, into our heart, into the fullness of who we are. And it feels so beautiful. Yes. Oh my goddess, that is so beautiful. And yeah, it just feels like, yeah, fully claiming what the soul has chosen through the parents, through the experiences, yes, but what the soul has chosen. And it's funny, I have considered that where I'm like, oh, it'd be cool if my music name was Heather, like my name or like my Instagram and stuff too. But it's like, no, 
I don't need to fully identify with everything that I'm creating because it is a collective frequency and it is purpose to do far more. So it's like, okay, it's kind of fun where it's like the vlogs, the personal vlogs, where it's like some people do get to know Heather, actually what Heather is. And then some are just like, oh, activation. Yeah. Activation vibration. Like when people meet me, I'm like, I love you. That's not my name. No, like follow me activation like that's just like i am the activation vibration and yes i am activation like it is the act like when you're just randomly referring to me like hey heather yeah it's heather all right so your instagram profile which is activation vibration at this time heather hoffman a beautiful sphinx with a heart portal in the middle categories artist cosmic channel spiritual intuitive reincarnated to remind and activate co-founder of Sacred Sisters Circle. I make activation music. So all of these different beautiful aspects of you channeled into different offerings, which I've experienced a lot of them from your meditations and online courses to your music. So, so powerful. What feels most present right now? What calls your energy and what does your day actually look like? Walk us through the day in Heather's life. I love that. In terms of what I'm feeling called to, it's different all the time. And I often, again, just flow with whatever comes to me. And so as of right now, I'm currently living in California, where I live half time here in California on my own, and then half time with my boyfriend in Austin, Austin, Texas. And it often looks the same, the routine, just in different ways, where I never keep like a very specific, strict regimen. I let myself kind of flow with what I feel called to, but I do have specific goals and intentions for the day and for how I want my energy to feel. So sometimes if it's like, okay, I want to be more on point today. I want to get things done. It's like, okay, then I'm going to be specific with that and allow myself to feel called to what feels good to do. Okay. I'm going to make these calls. I have to call the insurance or this or that or whatever, do those things, delegate things. If I'm like, I want to feel creative today. I need some creativity in my life. I've been doing too much work stuff. It's like, okay, I'll give myself these options and I'll allow myself to flow through it. But no matter what, my day wakes up with waking up, doing some form of breath work, some form of stretching, even if just for a few minutes, just like right away, initially, it's like full into the body, the being. I'll often go right outside with Sekhmet, my cat, and get some sun. Though that sounds like, oh, nice. Like you just got to get some sun. It is life-changing. Whether you have like sun or like a red light, it is life-changing for your cells. It's full nourishment. I had a sleep expert on the podcast, Molly McLaughlin, and she said that that is one of the most vital things you can do for your body. Look at the sun as soon as you wake up. It changes everything. It helps you produce melatonin in time for good sleep. It helps you access the dream realms in my experience better. Yes, expose yourself to the sun if you have sun, if you're lucky to have it, especially in the winter. Right. Yes. And that's the thing too. And it also makes us appreciate it too, where it's like, wow, it's this life-giving life force ball of warmth that grows our food and that brings light to our days. And it's so healing to our bodies. And sometimes we don't have it all the time. It's like, appreciate it when you do. And also you can get a red light too, which like a red light, use red light therapy if you don't have access to the sun, if you're like living in Alaska or I don't know, some other place, also really helpful. And yeah, with that, usually make some form of elixir where it's either like a green juice, celery juice, or sometimes I'll feel called to matcha tea or some puer tea, but have some form of ceremonial 
nutrients and nourishment to my body and being. And I usually do fast until later in the day around like sometimes three, four or five or six. And I usually eat my first meal, but like a few meals, good meals, lots of like fat and proteins recently. I've been keto for like three years during the end of the day, but so I'll usually fast and yeah, depending on if I'm choosing to be productive that day and like go off my to-do list, I am very much that person who like, I am connecting in so many realms and getting so many things. If I don't write something down a task, like I do like the straight up box, like you check the box to-do list, then I may forget or I'll like write it in my phone. But I love having a piece of paper where it's like, these are the goals. I know I'm going to get these done because they're written down and I'm going to remember them. I'm going to flow and feel what feels good, make sure I'm honoring what else is important to me and to myself and to my energetic state. And I'm going to get all these things done too. And for me, I feel like it's so important. It's like number one for me to be in a good energy in order to do anything. It is vital. Whereas like, for example, my boyfriend, he is able to do things just like I decided I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm waking up and I'm immediately recording a video and I'm immediately doing this. I have these calls and I'm doing this. I have this idea right now. I'm going to call this person. I'm doing FaceTime and we're finishing this now. And I'm like, how, how slash why? Like it's beautiful and it's so inspiring because it's like, wow, that is the masculine. That is action. That is, and I'm so feminine in the sense where I'm like, I don't feel like it today. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. And it's been an interesting dynamic to observe those. And it's also perfect polarity because we balance each other so beautifully in that way where it's like, I'm like, babe, just relax and it'll come to you. And he's like, babe, be on point and you'll get it done. And it's like, it's a perfect balance. But yeah, I usually flow and make sure that I'm getting throughout my weeks nourishment. I'm very much an introvert, though I am an extrovert as well, but very much an introvert. So I love, love, love to spend time alone. And I spend a lot of time alone, like a lot of time alone. So I also make sure because I love people too. And I love my loved ones to also get some form of like uh, play or activity, inner child fun with a friend or like FaceTime calls. Those are also really important to me. And I find literally for my well-being and science has shown that people literally live longer when they are deeply connected to their loved ones and experiencing interaction with them. Including animals. Yes, yes. If that counts, then it's like, okay, to add into my daily routine, I sing like at least a few hours of Sekhmet theme songs to him every day. I'm literally singing theme songs to my cat. That's important. But yeah, I really like to focus on like well-being and connection. And I find that everything really does flow with that formula. And now some people may hear me and it may sound like I'm just like, whatever, I choose to just do whatever. And I'm just like super lucky. And it just comes through. No, no, no. Like this shit's hard too. And I go through things as well. Yet overall, I have devoted to honoring how I feel, what's real, what's authentic to me. And with that, that is what I'm guided by. That is what I flow with and in accordance of. And with that, everything does actually align. It actually does. It does come through. I do take action. And I am inspired to do things correctly in a better energy when I have given myself permission to kind of be in that frequency. And I appreciate that you have such deep awareness of the critic voice of, or just someone who has a different approach to things. You know, you're always like, this is my truth. It doesn't have to be your truth. It doesn't have to work for you. You're always like, are including people that way. And 
I know that the old version of me would want to ask, okay, so what's the formula of this flow and surrender? You know, how do you actually get there? And maybe you do have a formula, but in my experience, it's so unique for everyone. And you can't download it from someone else. It's truly this journey of figuring it out for ourselves. And then we're given the next steps. Then we're given the guidance. Then we're told exactly what YouTube video to post and when, because that is the portal when it's open for the highest impact, for the highest good of all, including ourselves. What is your experience with that? Yes. I think that you actually just said it. It's like the formula in itself is unique and just what's authentic to you in that moment. Where sometimes for me, surrendering means shaking, shaking, shaking and making weird noises and like rolling on the ground. And sometimes that is what fully cleared my channels and I'm able to be present. And I'm like, that's the idea. That's the answer. Sometimes I need to cry. I need to just cry it. And I just need to let myself cry. I need to cry to my guides. I need to surrender and break down. Maybe it's super dramatic and emotional. And then it shifts. And then it literally shifts. And it's like, I can't deny the fact that I feel so much better now. I feel so good now. And now I have these ideas. And then sometimes it's like dancing, having fun. How do I surrender? I'm going to go do something fun with a loved one and allow my soul to be sparked with light again. Maybe that is it. So it really is like what is authentic and real for you in that moment. That's like the only way to describe the formula. And it's that reconnection with joy. It's like when in doubt, what can you do to actually feel alive, to feel joy in your body, in your existence? I know for me, it has been visiting horses that live nearby. I've been going to them every day. They had a baby about seven, eight months ago. And the baby would never come close to us this whole time, becoming closer friends with the parents and with the auntie and allowing him to just get familiar with us. And the last two days, he's actually allowed us to come to him and like get sniffed by him and say hello. And it's been such a gift and it's been such joy. And anytime I felt like my brain is taking over and like trying to hack my existence, I just go to the horses and today the father of the baby, they have the exact same pattern on their heads. He figured out how to open my jacket, how to unzip my jacket. So he put his head in my heart portal, sniffs around, breathes on me, and then grabs the zipper with his mouth and opens up the chest. And it's just like this miraculous healing, like heart chakra experience. And then he moves his head to my third eye. And I'm like, all right, activations. Thank you. Thank you. You too. <laughs> oh my goddess. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes. The simplicity of those tangible moments and experiences, they act as a foundation, as a reminder for, as you said, when your mind gets into these spaces and you're like, this is this, it's like, but wait, that exists. Wait, that exists. And it's because you honored, like, this is what's real and authentic to me. Like, If I told someone like, this is important, I can't do this because I need to go walk and see these horses, they'd be like, what? But to me, it's like, oh, there's actually a quantum healing taking place on multiple dimensions and I'm embodying more of my heart frequency through my body through this connection with this horse. You may not understand. And no one needs to understand. And even us oftentimes won't even understand the full multidimensionality of it. But it's like, can I just show up and trust and find the next thing and take the next step and go into that walk in the forest and listen. I think there's so much focus on the output when we are talking about social media, 
But what about listening? What about like truly finding our truth and our own embodiment of what feels alive before feeling the need to go and say your opinion on every issue in the world? Yes. And with that acknowledgement, identifying like, what is this feeding? What is this helpful to? Like, what reality am I actively participating in with this? Yes. Participating and amplifying and creating and multiplying because that's the power of our attention. Anytime we go on anyone else, on anyone at all's profile or open any book, consume any media, we are amplifying that. So I know that's something that I'm working on. How can I intentionally create things in the world and weave things in the world? Because we all have that power. Yes. Yes. And we are literally here to do that. And Thank you for what you do, by the way. Like, you are so amazing. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for what you've created. Thank you for speaking to the people. Thank you for those who are listening to and resonate with this desire to bring light and joy and awareness and truth to our dimension, our reality. Thank you. Thank you. Because again, it's so beautiful to acknowledge what you're doing and what many are doing that are listening to this, if not all of them. This is not easy. Literally, we are shifting the state of reality in which has for eons taken place on this planet through an energetic frequency shift. It is so monumental. It's so beautiful. And it's like, we have, we can do nothing but enjoy it. It's like, if we're doing all that, the key is to enjoy it. Why, if not to enjoy it all? Cause it's like what we're doing it for in the future. That's like the main currency, energetic currency is joy, bliss, and happiness, literally love. That is the main energetic currency where here it's more fear and separation was transpired. Was, yes, yes, yeah, transmuting that. You know, one of <laughs> the most powerful ways that I've experienced to instantly shift energy and choose a higher timeline is music. And your music, Heather, is next level. The codes that are within there there's no words to describe it. It's an experience. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet tuned in, there's so many people I feel like that have experienced it, but just might not have paid attention to who it's made by. It's Heather, Activation Vibration. I feel like Activation Vibration is like a team of UN guides, Heather and her musical spiritual group. What is your experience with creating this music and what has the journey been in sharing your voice? What kind of healing has it offered? Mm, yes, it's first of all so epic. You feel the music to that extent because really, really, truly, when I am making this music and when I'm like going through the process, it is such a high frequency energy that is just me at my happiest state of bliss, of just like feeling it, dancing, hitting these moves, like just like I charge and encode the music so personally on my own. And once it's made before it's released, literally on repeat as like a portal of frequency. And to some, it's like, yeah, it's a good song. And I'm like, cool, you feel it. But then others were, no, I actually feel the encoding and I genuinely feel good from it. There's something different about it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So magical. And it really is that where music is a combination of sound frequencies and it's so powerful. It has the ability to transcend its natural sense of us perceiving sound through our ears and through the audible version and sense of the expression, but also physically, tangibly, where we can hear music, sound, tangibly. We don't even 
try to move where we can't control our bodies, but they just want to move in these certain ways when you fully give yourself permission to be present with what you're feeling through the music. Our bodies just naturally move and then syncs a rhythm to our heartbeat and connects our heart through the body movement and through our ears, activating all of our senses, uniting our whole bodies, turning us into a higher frequency conduit of energy. We literally become when we are dancing, and that's why music is so powerful. If we are like amplifying and dancing to these like ratchet, atrocious things that are saying terrible things, sometimes it's good, you know, we gotta have balance. And if you don't let it get to you and you don't have attachment, yes, we can transmute it. But at the same time, if we are actively intentionally listening to high vibrational music with a positive message that is affirming and encoding positivity and good beliefs into our subconscious and rewriting our brain system through activating sound frequencies, binaural beats, which I also use in my music, into our bodies and uniting the whole of the body, mind, spirit through that experience of just listening to music, it's like we can create a whole revolution. Music is, it can be, it is the revolution. And it's been so powerful too, even just in terms of asking how it's helped me to activate my voice. Again, I've always wanted to sing and I've always been so called to sing and yet had this interesting thing that where I did suppress my voice and I stopped sharing my voice and I didn't want to sing. And I was like, oh, it's not good enough. And it's not this. But as I have continued to become more connected to myself, I realized, oh, my voice doesn't sound like Ariana Grande's because I'm not Ariana Grande. I'm not supposed to be Ariana Grande or whoever, or Beyonce or Mariah Carey or any of these other people. It's like, oh, no one sounds like me. But do they sound like me though? Nah, nah, they don't have the same frequency and energy. It's like, okay, it's about my unique expression. It's about my voice. It's not about how it's ever sounded before. I'm here to bring something new through. And however I sound in this song is how it's meant to sound. That's how it's meant to sound because that's what is happening here. So on a human level, that's allowed me to accept my voice and not judge myself and think, oh, it's not good enough for me to share out there because there are other women who have these incredible voices that can go these levels that, oh, I can't do, but it's a different energy. Then combined with the frequency, the intention, how I'm like personally, intentionally galactically encoding the frequencies in the music and the whole portal space of the creation of the transmission, that is what has given me confidence to be like, oh, this is worthy of sharing and valuable to others, even if it doesn't sound like what they're used to. Yes. I just had my first medicine son experience one-on-one this week with a beautiful teacher who's actually going to be a guest on the podcast too. And it brought up every fear there was, every judgment there has been ever in my life about my voice, about how I sound. And you were singing? Yes. we. I mean, it was a mantra and we were just played with, you know, sending it to the world, sending it to my own heart and kind of like back and forth going to the throat, softening the belly, softening the jaw, just like playing with the instrument that is my body with a beautiful prayer that opened up that space to be an experience that brings something to the world. And it was profound. It was so beautiful. And it truly is this exercise of, can you trust your uniqueness? Can you trust that your voice is enough exactly as it is? 
Yes. So beautifully articulated. That just gave me blissies. <laughs> yeah, can you trust your voice? Like, this is what you're supposed to sound like. Just wait and see. Let yourself see what you really sound like. Because when you give permission to that energy, that essence, it will come through with something far beyond you. Something far beyond anything that you have ever even believed or known yourself to be. When you give yourself full permission, and that is like the channel. Yeah, what you said in the beginning, you know, I'm giving access to spirit through my body. It's the same thing. I'm giving access to spirit through my voice. Use me. Let me be a vessel to deliver the frequencies that are meant to be heard and delivered. Yes, yes. And I find that that truly does transcend any human state. You can be in any state. I'm not feeling good or I'm tired or I'm this or I'm that. It doesn't matter. Regardless, if you surrender, you fully let go of all of that, you clear the slate. And I realize that is how I channel psychic information. I have to completely clear the slate and allow for my human ego to leave myself. And it's a process that I usually do here. But thank you. You've enlightened the awareness of the fact that, oh, I actually do that in terms of my creation as well, where it's like when you give yourself full permission to just release, let go, clear the slate, that energy, that embodiment can fully come through and show you, articulate, and be it. So you casually dropped in something about galactical codes. What do you mean by that? What is your connection to the different dimensions in whatever way you feel called to share that? Mm, yes, yeah, it's definitely evolved throughout the years as I've experienced it. It really started a few years ago where I had an experience with ETs, cosmic beings, and experienced the fact that there are multiple dimensions and realities and conscious forms of existence beyond our realm and reality. And connected with them with the essence, the consciousness a few years ago. And throughout the journey, it's been different where I used to experience them very tangibly in my reality, where I would see these light beings in actual form, not just sleeping or in my third eye. No, I would fully actually experience them here and then have had multiple experiences where I have taken other people out to this certain spot in Joshua Tree specifically and have asked for a spaceship to come through and literally multiple other people have confirmed, holy heaven, I have literally now seen a spaceship come through. So there was at this one point, this connection of like, okay, if this is fully real, then I need full physical, tangible proof often, and was experiencing the cosmic galactic energy and consciousness in that way consistently. And then over the past like two years, I'd say, it started to shift where I am experiencing my higher self that is the galactic being, that is them too. It's like, just as we are all one and have these different forms of expression. It's like, okay, I'll be Heather. Okay. Like we choose our different people. It's the same with cosmic energy and essence. So I used to experience them very separately and as their own individuals in order to receive a specific message from each one, because they'd have a different energy and it would be this different translation. And, oh, I now get this perspective because I identify this energy with a certain essence and identity. But now it's like, oh, I am a part of this higher realm consciousness. And so it's just fully streaming information from this like higher self 
version of, it's not even like a specific being. I see this goddess. No, it's like this galactic cosmic consciousness that all of the things, all of spirit that I've experienced, God, source, the angels, everything is a part of. And now I'm just a conduit for the translation of that in many different ways. Wow. What a way to put it all into words. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, I'm curious about that spot in Joshua Tree, but we'll we'll talk about that later. (laughs) This has been such a beautiful conversation, and I'm just so grateful for the activation and the reminder that you are. You feel, you know how there's avatars in computer games, like you get to choose your character? You, to me, anytime I come across your content or even speaking with you, you feel like an avatar of some consciousness that is unexplainable, that was like was still chosen with every component and aspect of it, like being intentionally put together to fulfill a mission and it's working. So thank you for being the full expression of you. Thank you for this beautiful conversation. And before we wrap up, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you feel called to share? Thank you so much. And thank you for the divine, beautiful reflections. And it is, of course, as you have resonated with before, it is resonant and familiar to you because you are it too. And I so feel that from you too, and how grounded and embodied and loving and present you are with your form of expression is working too. It feels so good. Just thank you for the reminder as well, which is truly the beautiful thing because as I am here to remind, it's like, you're also reminding me. So thank you too. And yes, in terms of anything else, I taking a few seconds here to connect to our hearts and amplify an actual light grid of divinity of best case scenario of everything aligning divinely, turning out to the light, transmuting, alchemizing, bringing for the best possible solution, connection, manifestation, what is desired, what is right, amplifying the light grid. <laughs> in this moment yes and so it is and yeah i'm just so grateful thank you so much for having me here and thank you to everyone who's a part of this anyone who has been listening and feels resonant thank you really truly for being a part of this mission as well we love you and appreciate you and again thank you so much this podcast was made on zencaster If you're moved by what was shared in this episode and not sure how to take action, start by writing it down. When we notice abundance and clarity in all shapes and forms and honor it, it grows. And if you're called to share the podcast with someone who you know is ready to receive it, follow that. Find all episodes, show notes, and current offerings on XeniaBrief.com. Subscribe to Xenia Brief Podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review, and take one deep breath into the knowing that's already within you.